our death. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So we live in a culture, right, um, that says that if you're a good person, um, then you'll get to heaven. Basically, don't kill anybody and don't kick dogs and don't set anyone's house on fire and be kind and you'll get to heaven. And this culture that we live in, it's really trying to push this agenda, right? And it's, it's not what Jesus says. That's why Jesus says, be careful who you're getting your information from. There are people who look like sheep and they'll say really nice things because a sheep looks really nice, but inside they're really wolves and they want to confuse us, is what Jesus is saying in the, in the, in the scriptures today. In reality, how we know that this isn't what Jesus says, just don't kill anybody and be kind and you'll get to heaven, that's not what Jesus says in today's gospel. He doesn't say this. In fact, in today's gospel, I think we hear the scariest words that have come out of Jesus' mouth. The words that Jesus says today that we, that we might hear on our judgment day, I never knew you. Depart from me, you evildoer. In my opinion, those are the scariest words that we'll hear, we'll hear from Jesus on our judgment day. Depart from me. Get away from me. I don't know you. You're evil. All your works are evil. Now, to me, why I think these are the scariest words is because of who Jesus is referring to. When Jesus says these words, he talks about three groups of people who are going to say on the final day of judgment when they hear these words from Jesus, I never knew you, depart from me, you evildoers. There's three groups of people that Jesus refers to. These three group of people were probably so confused because of what they had done. And we too can be tempted, right? We can hear the scripture verse today and say, I'm not going to hear those words from Jesus. I go to Mass every week. Sometimes I go to a daily Mass throughout the week. I pray every day. I'm fasting during Lent. I take my faith somewhat serious. And so this doesn't really apply to me. I'm not going to hear is what we tend to think. I never knew you. Depart from me, you evildoer. We're tempted to think that. But the three groups of people that Jesus refers to, again, they were not expecting this. They did not consider themselves evildoers. Group number one, people who prophesied in Jesus' name, which basically means they went around the world, I don't know, or around subdivisions, or somehow uh, to prophesy in Jesus' name means I am God's mouthpiece. God is using my mouth to spread the gospel. So you have this first group of people, they're going out and they're, they're God's mouthpiece. God's, God is using their name, I'm sorry, is using their mouth to spread the word, to spread the good news of the gospel. They heard from Jesus on the judgment day, I never knew you, depart from me, you evildoers. What? I'm confused. I read that and I get confused. Group number two, people who drove out demons in Jesus' name. Basically, someone was, there was people who were possessed by demons and they went around in the name of Jesus, spirit of anger, be gone. The spirit of anger was out of that person. In the name of Jesus, spirit of lust, get out of this person. That spirit gets out of this person. And then they meet Jesus face to face and Jesus says to them, depart from me, I never knew you. You're an evildoer. What? I'm confused. And then the third group of people, people who did mighty miracles in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I, this miracle to happen, be, be raised from the dead, and people rose from the dead. 
in the name of Jesus, this sick person be healed. And they were healed. And they see Jesus face to face on their judgment day. Jesus says, I never knew you. Depart from me. All your works were evil. Brothers and sisters, these three groups of people were not expecting to hear these words from Jesus. But why? Why were these three group of people who are not expecting to hear from Jesus these words on their judgment day, why did they not enter the kingdom of God? Why did they lose their salvation? Why? How? And the answer, brothers and sisters, they lost their salvation and were considered evildoers because they believed in Jesus. They didn't belong to Jesus. Those are two separate things. They believed in Jesus. You can't do mighty works and miracles and raise people from the dead in the name of Jesus if you don't believe in his name. But do I, did they belong to Jesus? That's something totally separate. Brothers and sisters, oftentimes as Catholics, we pride ourselves. We believe in Jesus. We believe in God. We're going to say in the creed today, we, pre, we pride ourselves on this. But believing in Jesus is not enough. If we don't belong to Jesus, we will hear from Jesus on the final day. I never knew you. Depart from me. All of your works were evil. Why? Why is believing not enough? It's because even the devil believes in Jesus. Even the devil believes in the Pope. Even the devil believes in the Ten Commandments. The devil does not belong to Jesus, brothers and sisters. He does not belong to him. So we can pride ourselves. I come to Mass every week. I, I believe in Jesus. I'm even seeing some, some good works that are being done in my life. It's not enough. We know the devil and the demons believe in Jesus because there's some part of the Bible where Jesus approaches a man who has a demon in him and the demon speaks to the person. And the demon says, what business do you have to do with us? Jesus of Nazareth, have you come to destroy us? I know who you are. You are the Holy One of God. So we want to be proud of ourselves. We believe in Jesus. No. I want to be proud of myself as a priest. I believe in Jesus. I can hear those words from God on my final day. Depart from me. Brian, you evildoer. And that's why we need Lent. Lent is a time to stop and ask myself, do I belong to Christ or do I believe in Christ? Do I believe in God or do I belong to God? Do I believe in the Holy Spirit or do I belong to the Holy Spirit? That's why we need Lent. It's because believing, again, is not good enough, brothers and sisters. Even the demons and the devil believe in God, but they don't belong in him, to him. There's something in this world, there's something in our world that we live in that Pope, St. Pope John Paul II and Pope Benedict talked about, and it's called practical atheism. What is practical atheism? Practical atheism is, also, although I go to church on Sunday, I pray every day, and I profess that I believe in Jesus, my life doesn't look any different than an atheist's life outside of Mass, outside of my rushed prayer time, outside of my time of volunteering. You look at my life, I'm basically an atheist. I'm practically an atheist. This is what it means to be practical when they talk about practical atheism. And many of us have, maybe myself included, have convinced ourselves that I'm not a practical atheist. 
I'm not a practical atheist. But what I do with my time, brothers and sisters, who my friends are and how I spend my money, will put things in perspective for me on whether or not I belong to Jesus or I believe in Jesus. Time. I think this is my 10th time saying this since my three years, almost three years here at St. Thomas, and I will continue to say it. I will continue to say, if I can't name one time in the last seven days I have intentionally changed my schedule so I can get closer to Jesus, I don't belong to him. I may believe him and believe in him. I don't belong to him. I can't belong to Jesus if my life doesn't revolve around him. Going to Mass on Sunday is the bare minimum. I'm not talking about needing to do a holy hour every single day. Maybe your time allows for that. Maybe God is calling you to do that. Good, do it. I'm not talking about needing to go to Mass every week, I'm going to Mass every day, but maybe God's calling you for an additional Mass this Lent. I want more time with you is what Jesus is saying, and I want you to give me your time. You give it to your work. You give it to other things. What about me? is what God wants to say to us. And brothers and sisters, again, it doesn't have to be a holy hour every day, a rosary every day, mass every day, but if there hasn't been one time that I have changed my schedule to get closer to Jesus each week, again, I don't belong to him. Let's stop kidding ourselves, myself included. And we may say, well, Father, I, I, I think of Jesus throughout the day. Good. But has it changed your schedule? Love is spelled... T-I-M-E. I love you, Jesus. Show me your calendar. I belong to you, Jesus. Give me your time. Keep thinking about Jesus, but has it changed your, your calendar? If I don't make scheduled time for Jesus, especially now during Lent, brothers and sisters, right now, if I don't make scheduled time for Jesus, I may believe him, I may believe in him, I may like him, I may be even a fan of Jesus, but I'm not a follower of him. Number one is, is time. Second is money. Does the way I spend my money show I belong to Jesus? If I asked for your credit card statement and I said, can I please have your credit card statement? You know, let me just see it. Let me just see over this past month how you've spent your money. Does it say Christian? Does it say that I'm a Christian? Have I not spent money at a particular place because I'm a Christian? Have I not shopped with a particular place because I'm a Christian and their values don't match up with my values? Have I said no to selfish purchases about me, 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 even though I can afford it and God has blessed me with a lot of money? Great. But have I said no? Have I said no? Because I don't need it. I don't belong to this world. Who cares what I have? Who am I trying to impress? It doesn't matter. I belong to Jesus. If I'm carrying something, the, 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 the bag from Walmart, or if I'm carrying a, a $50,000 bag, it doesn't matter. I belong to Christ. If I'm driving a, this car or that car, it doesn't matter. Lent is a time to really ask myself, I may have a rosary in my car, but it doesn't mean I belong to God. Because I want people to see what I drive. 
So if I look back at the 30 days and how my spending history, if it hasn't changed because I love Jesus, I don't actually love him. I like him a lot, but I don't belong to him. Ooh, Father, be careful with your words. You're judging me. No, we've established this already. I care. Again, it'd be easier for me just to not talk about this. I want you to get to heaven. You should want me to get to heaven. And finally, besides time and money, our relationships. And this is a big one in the church community, right? Because even as church people, you can look at my life outside of church or even the church people that I hang out with, and I'm practically an atheist. When I'm not in church or when I'm not around church people or even when I am with church people, right? We're we're friends with others who are not church people and we conform to how they speak or act even though it's against my Christian values. Oh, a cousin's coming from out of town and they're going to come and visit me so I got to take him here and take him there and do this and do that and strip clubs or whatever it may be and I, I conform that I belong to Jesus. And then Jesus will say on the final day, you believed in me. You didn't belong to me. Or even worse, when we hang out with church people, people who are from the church, we hang out with them during church people and we get together and we gossip and we judge others from entering our our group. You're not good enough to be in our group. We get drunk. We tell bad jokes. And then we are the church people. We are people of the church. And we'll hear those dreadful words from God on our final day. Depart from me. I never knew you. All your works were evil. Brothers and sisters, if my time, money, and relationships have not been changed by Jesus, then I haven't been changed by Jesus, and I don't belong to Jesus. And if I haven't been changed by Jesus, brothers and sisters, then how will this world be changed by Jesus? That's the million-dollar question. All three of the groups in today's gospel lost their salvation and were considered evildoers because they believed in Jesus. They didn't belong to him, though. What we do with our time, how we spend our money, who we hang out with, says a lot about us believing in Jesus or belonging to Jesus. Many of us will come forward to receive Jesus in the most holy Eucharist today. What will he find in your soul? What will he find in my soul? A soul who, although I go to church on Sunday and I profess that I belong to Jesus, my life doesn't look any different than any atheist life, which will lead Jesus to say to me as he enters my soul today through the Eucharist, I never knew you. Depart from me. All your works are evil. Or will Jesus find a soul who, although not perfect, goes to church on Sunday and professes that I belong to Jesus and my life does look differently than an atheist's life, which will lead Jesus to say to me as enters my soul today, thank you for this home you've given me today. Just wait to see the type of home I have ready for you in heaven.